When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Boom, the boys are back, and it is time for another episode. Um, I mean, folks, quite frankly, <laughs> I did not want to really record this, and, and I'm sure a lot of you... Um, football, you know, from August through the end of the season, even during that 2020 year, uh, folks were listening. Um, but people do not download episodes and listen... Um, when you have bad basketball to talk about. Um, so I, I don't blame anyone who's not. Um, and if you are listening, I, I really do appreciate it. Because, look, there, I know there's like a dedicated, no matter what, no matter what the time of the year, there's like a dedicated like 1,400 of you who, who download and listen no matter what. No matter what the topic is, no matter how good things are going or how bad things are going. Um and, and that's what kind of pushed me through, you know. I pro, pro uh, geez, procrastinated. I'm recording this Sunday evening. Um, the program I used to to download this stuff it was acting up. And man, if it wasn't for the loyal boneheads and the obnoxiously long streak at this point of shows, uh, new episodes dropping on Monday. Um, well over five years at this point. Um, I maybe wouldn't have. Um, I mean, that I, I'm at a pretty low point uh, when it comes to uh, K-State men's basketball. Um, <laughs> and I tell you what, uh, you know, the women's basketball team, they're, they're still chugging along and they're still, uh, you know, on track to host the first two rounds in Bramlage Coliseum. Although it's close, I, I think they have them as a, like the number nine overall team. So on the four line, we'll we'll talk about that um, a little bit later. Um, but yeah, that basketball game, the the men's basketball season. It, I mean, it, it's it's really really been a gut punch, and I I think that the season is over. Um, and, and we'll talk about that here in a second. So. I hope outside of, uh, you know, men's basketball, uh, K-State baseball got two of three um, in the, you know, MLB Desert Classic that Arizona State on Tuesday. Um, I'm not going to I'm not gonna dive too deep into any of that. Quite frankly, I wasn't able to watch much of it. Um, but very happy they were able to get two of three after dropping the first game. You know, that's always – doesn't matter the level of baseball – Win two out of three, it's it's good no matter what. So hopefully they 
can beat future foe Arizona State uh, on Tuesday. That'll be on Pac-12 Network. Um, and if they could be coming home for uh, the first weekend series uh, out at Toynton Family Stadium, three and one, um, sign me up. Sign me up. So, um, yeah, shout out to the Aggieville Alleycats. I'm sure they will have a lot more baseball content this week than I will have for you. Before we get into it, we'll give a shout out to Manhattan Brewing Company. Saw a lot of fun uh, clips from their anti-Valentine's Day party on Saturday. They always have fun stuff going on. You know it is the spot for the best beer in the state of Kansas, the best taproom vibes. They have some of the best events as well. And again, they had the special uh, punch that they had going at the Wareham next door uh, for Fan Favorite Fridays uh, when they had a screening of When Harry Met Sally. All sorts of fun stuff is going on at Manhattan Brewing Company. So look, this is this is what I'm going to tell you. K-State men, they're playing uh, in Bramlage on Saturday. The women are playing a big one, a massive one versus West Virginia on Wednesday. So if you're going to either of those games, be sure to stop by, get a pint, get a couple four-packs, get a couple crowlers to go. Make sure you're following them on social media so you always know what sort of events are going on. And again, if you live in the state of Kansas, be polite. Talk to your local liquor store and tell them you want Manhattan Brewing Company in their establishment. They're distributed by Central Standard all across the state. Again, your local liquor store, they want to sell you beer. You want to buy it. So just talk to them. They'll make it happen. Manhattan Brewing Company, the best brewery in the state of Kansas. All right, let's get into it. I, I, I was in the arena uh, versus K, for K-State TCU, and quite frankly, I thought that this was going to be a game. Like, going in, when I, when I walked into the arena, I was like, all right, you know, 11 a.m., you know, it's not 11,000 strong. It isn't doesn't have a fever pitch like you did, uh, you know, over a week in between uh, the last home game, um, which was the KU game. But it was a good crowd. I, I mean, I, I, I thought, okay, you know, TCU, they're middle of the pack, Big 12, they're a tournament team, but you get them in the home gym. Um, K-State back against the wall. And, and we came out fighting. Look, uh, you know, you, you get up 10 early on TCU, and, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, you know, we're going to have a nice, easy win. We're going to take care of business, uh, and, and let's get it done. Let's get some style points. Let's get, you know, let's get a blowout and help to our computer rankings. And then, sure enough, uh, you know, uh, TCU, they, and, and I think you need to give them credit uh, for this. Dixon, Jamie Dixon knows how to work the referees. Um TCU wasn't called for a foul for, you know, close to five minutes after K-State gets up 10. Jamie Dixon almost gets a technical. Um, He calls a timeout. He's riding the refs. Uh, You know, the next time we're shooting a free throw is due to a hook and hold being reviewed. Um, And the foul count gets evened up almost immediately. And everyone, I mean, look, I I understand Jerome Tang. You know, he, he had back-to-back games where he got teed up. I get it. He's trying not to get a reputation in the conference. Uh, but Jamie Dixon, he worked the referees, and it showed. And, and he did a great job at it. Because, again, it happened again in the second half, and we'll talk about that in the second half. Uh, but K-State gets up 10 early. You feel like you're going to rock and roll. 
TCU comes storming back. They end up getting the lead. You know, you're trading blows, uh, you know, at halftime. And I think it was tied or, or no, Casey had a four-point lead, I believe, going into halftime. And, you know, you're feeling good. Hey, you know, you, you gave up the lead. But, hey, you have it going to halftime. Let's get it done. Um, and you come out, you get up eight, and then the exact same thing happens again. Um Jamie Dixon calls a timeout. He's doing a great job working the refs. <laughs> and then they put 20-2 to two run on your dome uh, in your home gym. I mean, you just sat back there and, and you watched it happen. I, and look, this this is what frustrates me about this team. Um, they are good enough to get up on good teams. Um but they're trash enough to, to that no lead is safe. Um, and you give up these massive runs in your own gym. Um, you're not calling timeouts to stop it. You don't have any guys on your team who say, okay, enough's enough. I'm going to get a stop and then I'm going to go get a bucket. Um, and, and when you look at those two runs, and, and again, it would be one thing if you're on the road and the, the opposing crowd – is getting going and you're getting rattled. No. This team will just go on five to six minute stretches where they're incapable of scoring. They're not going to stop you and they just shrink in the moment. Um, They take a punch to the face and instead of punching back, you know, they're laying on the ground for a nine count before they pop up and decide, all right, it's it's time to get back in this fight. Um, and, and, and that's a mentality that costs them versus Texas Tech. That's a mentality on the road. That's a, a, the mentality that costs them on the road versus Iowa State. Uh, it, it's what cost them. Didn't even get into the game versus Nebraska. You know, didn't really even participate in the, in the game versus Oklahoma. Um, so you have this mentality in the team that instead of you know okay hey we took a punch it's time to punch back they just lay on the, they lay on the mat they just lay on the mat and sometimes they get up before that KO bell dings and sometimes they just sit there and eat the KO and, and we've seen it we've seen it in our own gym we've seen it on the road and it's frustrating because this was a do or die game this was a do or die game. You know, they should have been treating this like an NCAA tournament game. You lose, you're done. And there isn't a lack of there there there, there is a lack of urgency. Jerome Tang talking about how hey, no one's panicking. No one's worried. Well, you should be. The the time to start panicking, the time to start worrying was a couple weeks ago. You know, you know, I, I'm so glad we beat KU. That's awesome. It's always fun to beat KU, but that's going to end up being wasted on a team that might not even have a winning record. You know, what game on this schedule except for West Virginia at home do you really feel confident in K-State winning? We're not even talking about being on the bubble for the NCAA tournament anymore. We are an NIT bubble team, and that's after they changed the rules to shoehorn in more um, big-time conference teams into the NIT. You're not panicking. You should be. We've lost six of the last seven. After that great start to Big 12 play where it's like, hey, you know, 
It may not be pretty, but it's wins. It has been Lost Central, L City, whatever you want to call it outside of that game versus KU, which again, I'm happy we beat KU. I'm not, uh, but I'm not someone who, you know, holds that game on such a high pedestal that it cancels out rest of it. I mean, who gives a shit if you beat KU if you end up what? I mean, what what would our record be? Like 16 and 18? No one's going to give a shit that you beat KU when you're sitting at home and every, over half the conference is in the uh, NCAA tournament. Two or three more teams are in the NIT and we're just sitting around. You know, it, it, it does not matter. Like, cool. There's a couple clips that you can throw into the hype videos. You know, it's nice to... You know, win the last two and three out of the last six. You know, it's it's nice to you know be able to to reasonably say, hey, when when you play your biggest rivals, uh, when you play this blue blood in your gym once a year, that hey, you can expect to win, or at worst, it's going to be a close game. Yeah, I, I get all that, but but for this season, I mean, and for the momentum that you had, uh, it, it was a wasted win. Because I, I truly, and here's the thing, this, this drops on uh, Monday. The game got moved off of Big Monday on ESPN and got parked on ESPN2 because K-State and Texas suck. I mean, and, and Texas is not good at home. They just got their ass kicked by Houston. Um, so again, even even if K-State were to win, and, and trust me, K-State's eight and a half point underdogs, I don't think I do not think we're beating Texas. I, I don't think it's gonna happen. Um oh man, this is so depressing. Uh, but even if even if even if K State does, do do you guys really have enough faith that uh what you, you get BYU, West Virginia, Cincinnati, KU, Iowa State. Even if you beat Texas, do you Really think we're gonna go three and two down the stretch? And I don't even think I, I I know I know Jerome Tang keeps saying nine and nine gets you in the tournament. I'm not so sure. But again, I, I don't see I don't see the path to nine and nine. I don't see the path to the NCAA tournament, and it sucks. It sucks. And again, macro level, I, I totally I, I, I totally understand. Um why we're in this situation. I understand um, Jerome Tang in the roster that he wanted. Two of the top eight players are not on this team. Now, we can have conversations at the end of the season. Um, you know, <laughs> Quez Glover should not have been someone who you thought was going to be a top eight player. We can talk about portal strategy. We can talk about... Um, you know, the fact that you brought in two, three top, you know, 150 players and uh, only Day-Day Ames can really get on the court. We can talk about, you know, the two or the three redshirt players who none of which can be depended on you to really contribute night in, night out. We, we can talk about those attributing factors as to why you should have been able to handle um, losing Quez Glover for the season. Um you know, you know, losing Naquan Tomlin, it 100% sucks. But game in, game out, those are not excuses. You know, we 
we've known for a long time now that, that Quez Glover wasn't going to be playing. We've known for a long time that Naquan Tomlin was not going to be playing. So the continued turnovers, the continued lack of rebounding, the continued you know lack of dependability on anyone you know uh, amongst the the three red shirts and you know maybe you'll you'll get get something here or there from Day Day Ames. I mean that that can't be an excuse um, for for the game in game out stuff. And we've been close enough. We have been close enough that this team should have been in the NCAA tournament. Um, and and that's that is why I'm not hitting the panic button on Jerome Tang long term. I'm not. I'm not hitting the the panic button on Jerome Tang long term. Um, you know, th- there are some questions for sure. I, I think he completely needs to redo he, not only his portal strategy but his high school strategy as well. I don't think going 100% all in on just one player at a time with next to no backup plans is, is a good idea. I, I, I don't think uh, in the portal focusing just on the top of the top of the mountain type guys while ignoring some really good players who who want to get involved with K-State, who wanted to talk to K-State, that either could have been real pieces or at least better role players. Um, You know, and and look, going only only after really two guys in this this past prep class. I gave Jerome Tang his learned lessons. Um, I I think that even uh, being able to compete and quickly... Uh, they are going to look back come Selection Sunday or come uh, whenever the season's done if they do participate in the NIT. I guarantee those coaches are going to sit around and look and say, we could have made the NCAA tournament. We could have. We should have been playing in this tournament. But we just came up short too often in games that you needed to have. And you came up uh, too, you know, ha- had too close a games versus non-con teams that you should have been blowing out that torpedoed your net ranking and your Ken Palm ranking and, and your basketball power index and all these advanced metrics that the selection committee look at. They are going to look say, this is the one that got away from us. This should have been the season where we snuck into the tournament as a 10 or 11 seed, uh, maybe get an upset in the first round, bow out in the round of 32, and we regrouped and really went after it in our third year. You know, th- this is really going to be um, something that that bothers them. I, I They are transparent enough with what they think. They're transparent enough with how they feel. And I guarantee they're going to be sitting, uh, you know, in April uh, as they're getting ready to recruit the portal. And, and they're going to be thinking, damn, let that one get away from us. Let's learn from our mistakes. Let's saddle up and let's, let's go after them in 24-25. I, I, I would have no problem sitting here and predicting that K-State, even with the new, new Big 12, you know, Colorado's looking spicier than, than I want them to be doing. Arizona's going to be very good. Uh, the, the conference is only going to be getting tougher next year. I would have no problem sitting here and saying, hey, I think K-State's going to be, you know, in the top seven of the Big 12 next year and they're going to the NCAA tournament. That's how much faith I have in Jerome Tang, in this staff. Uh, you know, a guy like Cam Carter, if he comes back, a guy like David Gasson, if he comes back. 
I, I do think there's potential there with Day-Day Ames. You know, I think there are there are pieces that can come back, and I'm confident enough in a new portal strategy, an evolved portal strategy, that this team's going to be top seven, top eight of the Big 12 next year and in the NCAA tournament. And that's being conservative. I could, I, I could see Jerome Tang going out there and getting one of the best stretch fours or one of the best wings and a good point guard uh, to come in. And this team maybe even make some noise near the top of the Big 12 next year. I, I truly believe that can happen. I truly believe that can happen. Um, I'm, I, it's just frustrating that, that this season has gotten away from us. And again, even going back to that, that game, again, you, you get killed on the board, second chance points, and only going 7% from three-point. You know, <laughs> I mean, TCU did kind of shit the bed super late to, to let that game be right there, looking like it was going to be going to overtime. Um, but again, even, even all that stuff working against them, um, you know, and a lot of that falls at the feet of, of you know, the coaching staff. Not figuring out rebounding. Not figuring out the turnovers. Um, you can't really figure out missing wide open three-point shots. But, you know, that is what it is. Um, but 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 I think next year is going to be better. But this, this is going to sting. This is going to suck. I'm not going to watch a lot of NCAA tournaments because I'm, I'm just going to be mad. All right, uh, before we talk a little bit about women's basketball, we will be doing a Q&A probably on Wednesday. Uh, so if you want to get your questions asked, get on Twitter, tweet at Bosco's Boys, at ask underscore Bosco, hashtag ask Bosco. Let me know what you guys want me to talk about on Wednesday. Um, I will probably, <laughs> uh, you know, if... If worse comes of worse on Monday, I'm, I'm going to completely ignore it. Um, but maybe I'll talk a little bit about the women's basketball game uh, versus West Virginia. Oklahoma lost uh, to West Virginia, so now there's a three-way tie in second place. One game back of Oklahoma. Uh, so, again, that Iowa State game, really haunting. Uh, that, that Oklahoma game, really haunting. Um you know, whatever on the Texas game. Um, that one doesn't bother me very much. Uh, but look, <laughs> win out and hopefully Oklahoma loses again and you're getting a piece of the trophy. Um, you know, if you win out, um, I think there's probably a good chance you're sharing with Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, you still have West Virginia, like I said, on Wednesday. That would knock them out of it. Uh, Aoka Lee didn't play on Saturday. She was dealing with with a sprained ankle that she fought through uh, Iowa State. Um, it was her other ankle, so it wasn't the ankle she had surgery on, so that sucks. It sounded like it was 50-50 up until shoot-around, and then they decided to be uh, you know, a little precautious. Uh, before we talk more about that game versus UCF, and, and we'll talk about the Iowa State game as well, shout-out to our friends over at Charlie Hustle. The only thing that made me smile on Saturday was my Charlie Hustle hoodie. I got stopped three times. Someone's like, oh, my gosh, that hoodie's awesome. Where can I guess it? CharlieHustle.com. It was the Lavender hoodie with the basketball playing Willie right in front of the Varsity K-State logo. Folks, it is the best in the business. If you want officially licensed K-State gear to get ready for the women's NCAA tournament for K-State baseball this spring, 
Maybe, you know, hey, you're, you're redoing your wardrobe, getting ready for football season. Or, hey, maybe you're heading out to some pro soccer games, some pro baseball games in the Kansas City area, and you want to be geared up for that. They got you taken care of. And, oh, if you want to celebrate the latest world championship to come to Kansas City, they have that too. CharlieHustle.com, vintage made fresh. Thank me later. So, yeah, briefly we'll talk about the uh, women's game versus Iowa State. Absolute heartbreaker on uh, Valentine's Day. Aoka Lee comes back. Uh, you can tell it took her a while to get back into the swing of things. And, again, Audie Crooks, again, we talked about it. We talked about it on the Wednesday episode. That was going to be a tough game. Uh, you know, you got some kids from Kansas on Iowa State. They're a young team. They're a talented team. They're a capable team. Um and uh, playing in front of probably five to 6,000 fans. Um, you know, it, it, it was tough. It was always going to be tough. Um, K-State had their chances. First off, like the first quarter was dreadful. Really, the entire first half was just gross. Uh, you get almost all of it back in the third quarter. You had chances to put it away in uh, the fourth quarter. Um, but you missed free throws. You couldn't get a couple stops. Um, Aoka Lee had to make Honestly, uh, a wild, just miraculous hook shot at the end of the first overtime to send to a second. Um, Iowa State didn't miss any free throws. Um, we couldn't get a stop. Interesting strategy going for so many layups versus trying to get a three to tie it. Um, it was a tough one. It was a tough one. Um, it hurts, especially with Aoka Lee coming back, especially with uh, you know Oklahoma dropping that game on Saturday. Um, it's tough to swallow. It sucks, um, but you move on again. I, I think Iowa State's going to be. I mean, they might be the favorite next year in the Big Twelve. Um, that sucks. I don't. I don't like how good Iowa State is at basketball, both men's and women's. Um, Saturday, uh, like I said, Aoka Lee. Uh, they announced it before the game. She was not going to be playing. Uh, you know, she rolled her ankle, and God, she was just battling like crazy versus Crooks. I mean, it, it truly was just like, you know, two monster trucks just colliding that entire game. Uh, you know, it was her opposite ankle, uh, not the one she had surgery on. She was out, and, and they played UCF. And, I mean, look, quite <laughs> quite frankly, um, and there's been a handful of these with K-State women's basketball. And, and here's the thing. Um, they win the games. You know, it, it's unlike the men where you get – you're just maddening performances, um, but but they come out you know on top. Um, UCF got up 18 to 10 uh, to start the game. Uh, Casey had a small lead at halftime, uh, seven point lead going into the third quarter. But UCF, I mean, they come storming back, and uh, quite frankly, if it wasn't for uh, a little bit of a defensive lapse from UCF after they tied the game up, allowing um, K-State to find Jalen Glenn basically alone under the bucket for the game-winning layup. Um, that game probably would have been going to overtime. Um, and, and it was a frustrating game. I mean, look, the, the men could not hit a three to save their life. Uh, the women weren't much better. They were 2 of 15, only 13.3%. Um had a lot of problems at the free throw line. 54 
uh, 0.5% from the free throw line. Uh, Eliza Maupin, 5 for 9. Serena Sundell went from being like an 85% free throw shooter last year to being around 68% this year. She was 0 of 4. Again, she had a good night from the field, 5 of 8. She didn't even attempt a 3. Um, but, but you know, <laughs> those free throws sure could have could have made things a little bit easier. Gabby Gregory, uh, great from from 2. She was, what what would that have been? Uh, she was six of eight from the field, uh, from the two-point line, but one of eight from three. She did hit four of her five free throws. Eliza Mop in five of six. I think she had K-State's first eight points. She finished with 15. Uh, Zianna Walker uh, provided 10 points off the bench. Uh, Taryn Sides, 12 minutes. She didn't score, but she came off the bench. Uh, Giselle Sanchez only played six minutes. Um Look, she's been rough. She she hit a couple big shots, and honestly, she had a good fourth quarter versus Iowa State. But she's she's been rough. Um, I believe Amani Lester also was out for that game, so it really was just mopping and, and the two freshmen on the bench for this one. Um, you saw Serena Sundell, Jalen Glenn, Gabby Gregory, and mopping all over thirty minutes. Walker twenty nine minutes. Uh, Brianna. Uh, uh, Glenn, sorry, uh, she had 15 minutes. Uh, Giselle Sanchez only six. Um, so look, it or Briley Glenn. I'm, I'm I apologize, Briley Glenn, not Brianna, Briley Glenn. Um, it, it was a rough game. It was not fun to watch. Um, Jalen Glenn did have seven seal uh, steals. Serena Sendell seven turnovers again. She she's been just nails. Um, so so it was an off game for her. And look. Win your clunkers, and then you get ready for a big game on Wednesday. Look, I I, I was down after the Iowa State game. Um, you know the the selection committee had K State as a four seed. Um, I believe number nine, so I think the the top four seed. Um, so they still would have been hosting, um, but but it's getting close. And, and look, uh, West Virginia at home, hopefully. Aoka Lee can go. Um, Oklahoma's at Cincinnati on Tuesday. That would be a shocking one for Cincinnati uh, to draw or to pull off. I, I don't think that's going to happen. So you got to win Wednesday to keep pace uh, for the Big 12 race. Uh, Texas is hosting Texas Tech again. I, I don't think that's going to be even a contest. Um, K State West Virginia, like we said, tipping off at 6:30. I don't think Baylor or KU have the juice to get back into the race, but if one of them do, uh, they're playing each other on Wednesday. And again, we'll, we'll have a show before Saturday uh, or, or before Sunday because uh, we got Baylor at West Virginia for that one, um, and then on uh, Oklahoma State going to Oklahoma again. I, I don't think anything's going to happen there. The K State is then going to uh, KU on Sunday. Uh, and, and then we're in the stretch ride. Then K-State has Iowa State at home on that Wednesday. And that's when Texas goes to Oklahoma uh, before the final weekend. K-State hosting Texas Tech, Oklahoma going to Kansas. Uh, so we'll see. And BYU going to Texas. So really, look, if K-State can win out, if and especially if Aoka Lee uh, can get back for this game on Wednesday versus West Virginia, if K-State wins out, um, you know, Oklahoma is hosting Texas. That could be a spicy one. And KU's been able to get some teams in in uh, Lawrence. 
again, I <laughs> hope I hope they get Oklahoma. I, I and I hope we take care of uh, the Hawks. But it is going to be a race down to the wire. Hopefully, uh, we stay in it. But uh, it, it is kind of an elimination game on Wednesday. I think I think whoever wins between K State and West Virginia, they're going to be able to stay in the race. Uh, Maybe to the end, um, the loser of it, I, I do think, falls out of the Big 12 race. So we'll see what happens there. We'll talk about it. Uh, uh, we'll talk about the game on Wednesday's Q&A show. We'll, we'll touch on it a little bit more. Uh, probably will not have a show on Friday. I think this is going to be a two-episode week. Uh, so unless we get a crazy game on Wednesday... Um, might have to do a little special episode if that happens uh, and publish it on Friday. Otherwise, uh, we'll, we'll definitely be reviewing the entire week next Monday. Um, so this was, uh, I mean, my recording software crashed on me like seven times this episode. Um, so obviously shorter than most Monday episodes are. Um, so I apologize for that. Um, I mean, the... Honestly, it, it was a chopped up episode. It's going to be very incoherent, and I apologize for that. Um, but I do appreciate everyone who did listen. You know, we're getting through this together. Frustrating men's season, nerve wracking women's season, and we're coming down to the stretch for both of them. Uh, I'm looking forward to Kansas City for the women. Um, look, I'd love to be wrong and have the men really uh, have Kansas City mean something, um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, Look, if K-State reels off, you know, the next three, if they go 3-0 and in the next three, and I look like an idiot, um, awesome. I I mean, absolutely uh, would love it. Um, but I just don't I just don't think it's going to happen. But I've been wrong before. I'm wrong all the time. So, Jerome Tang, if you need to clip this, if you need to, if you need to find motivation for your team, feel free to take my rants. Feel free to take, you know, my uh, my doubt because I know you're never going to come on. You don't like me. Um, but I love you. So if you need to take clips from this to motivate your team, if you need to put together a hype video, you have my permission. I'm okay, especially if I'm wrong, uh, for you to use my doubt as motivation for the guys. Uh, so that's all we have. Sorry. Not a great episode. Uh, So for Chauncey, the best dog in the world, doesn't matter what sort of episode, he still has to love me. Uh, But yeah, that's all. We love you guys. Go Cats.
Network.